good uh, assisted psychotherapy because you can sort of unwind things that are still sort of in the background if you're if you're sort of poking around and the, and the more things you can resolve the more your heart can be at rest mm. um, the odds of you needing more of it are less and that's very desirable so you know like at my place um, I've only had one patient ever need a booster mm. and he was a he's a veteran and his it, there's some you know there's some confounders with that but but most people are are and i i don't let them go either i don't like when they come to me i i take them on and and we get to know them on the front end and we're following them on the back end and i'm taking care of all their other sort of issues i don't i don't like send them to places to you know you you come to me and i work with you and the idea is that we're here to get you into a better place of durable well-being. We're not right. here to give you ketamine. Right. It's not you're not like a sawmill. You're doing actual boarding, kind of. You're yeah. actually bringing them on. Um, what is the number one thing that a lot of uh, veterans struggle with, or what is what is the so some of that trauma you always hear about the there's, PTSD? There's, there's two things actually, that, okay. and, and it's actually interesting the way this is starting to pop up. Um, so PTSD. And actually, uh, concussions, so tra traumatic brain injuries. If you take a somebody who has been uh, in combat and has had ordnance exploding around them, and they've been taking those shockwaves to their head, even though they look fine, it has an, a, a pretty serious depressive effect. Right. And it, it's it. I, I talked to a guy out in Colorado last week about this. They're they're trying to find ways to heal these guys because they tend to be like very sensitive to emotional dysregulation because you think about it, you take a fish bowl and you put you cook up like 30 30 bags of ramen okay and you okay. and you put it in a fish bowl and say, how big a bowl like like a goldfish bowl so it's like completely full of noodles right okay, okay say that's your brain and then you hit it with a bat the noodles are going to move so if you're taking concussions repeatedly it's going to scramble your noodle. Yeah. And so those are nerve connections that, that are responsible for your daily function. And as those get ripped apart and try to heal, they don't necessarily get it right all the time. And so like people are, they're, they're, they're hurt in a way that's hard to address. Interesting. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like we're meant to be batted around that much, you know? No, not at all. Um, so those are some of the most common things you see for, as far as veterans is like uh, stuff from concussion stuff. From that's that's one. Okay. Uh, the other one is is frankly the the grossness of war. I mean, yeah, you see two of your buddies incinerated in front of you, and that gets on a record that won't come out of your head, and and that's all they can see. So then they get like super um, super sensitized. So so. They're stuck in this place in their mind where they're still driving down that road when that mm. car bomb went off. And so when they hear a door slam or something, that, that's a neural circuit that got burned in in the strongest of ways. So they have this, they have this nerve pathway that, that's just seared into you. And so it's on alert because it's still there. And so your neighbor, boom, closes the door. And you're like, and, or you hit the deck or you do those kind of things. And so that's one of the things that, you know, they're proposing um, that, that they use ketamine uh, to work with, you know, patients on. Why does trauma create such strong, like, neuropathways or, like, connection? Does that make sense? The And does it? It sounds like it must, right? It, it does because um, 